please stand for the reading of the word for Mark 8.22. They came to Bethsaida. Some people brought a blind man to him and begged him to touch him. He took the blind man by the hand and led him out of the village. And when he had put saliva on his eyes and laid his hands on him, he asked him, can you see anything? And the man looked up and said, I can see people, but they look like trees walking. Then Jesus laid his hands on his eyes again, and he looked intently, and his, eyes was, his sight was restored, and he saw everything clearly. Then he sent him away to his home, saying, do not even go into the village. Jesus went on with his disciples to the villages of Caesarea Philippi, and on the way he asked his disciples, who do people say that I am? And they answered him, John the Baptist, and others Elijah, and still others, one of the prophets. He asked them, but who do you say that I am? Peter answered him, you are the Messiah. And he sternly ordered them not to tell anyone about him. Then he began to teach them that the Son of Man must undergo great suffering and be rejected by the elders, the chief priests, and the scribes, and be killed, and after three days rise again. He said all this quite openly. And Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him. But turning and looking at his disciples, he rebuked Peter and said, Get behind me, Satan, for you are setting your mind not on divine things, but on human things. He called the crowd with his disciples and said to them, if any want to become my followers, let them deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me. For those who want to save their life will lose it, and those who lose their life for my sake and for the sake of the gospel will save it. For what will profit them for what will it profit them to gain the whole world and forfeit their life? Indeed, what can they give in return for their life? Those who are ashamed of me and of my words in this adulterous and sinful generation, of them the Son of Man will also be ashamed when he comes in the glory of his Father with the holy angels. And he said to them, Truly I tell you, there are some standing here who will not taste death until they see that the kingdom of God has come with power. The word of the Lord. Please be seated. Good morning, Highland. As uh, Jeff said at the beginning of the service, if you're uh, visiting with us, we are really glad uh, that you were here. And I hope that you got to have some snacks uh, in our uh, gathering earlier at 10. Uh, if you are from out of town... Man, it's good to see you this week, and uh, I hope you got to share some memories with friends. If you have uh, been in Abilene your whole life, and this is the first time you decided to come to Highland, we are really glad you're here. Uh, there's a lot uh, for you at this church, and uh, we want to partner with you as you discover what that looks like and what it means. We're in the book of Mark, and we're going to be traveling with Jesus uh, through this book until Easter. And there's something about the geography in these stories that we need to pay attention to. It begins in Bethsaida, which is Peter's hometown. And you can imagine that, <coughs> excuse me, Peter may have known the guy who experienced this bizarre miracle. And this really is a weird story, probably the, the most odd story that shows up in Mark. It leaves me with so many questions like, why does Jesus take him outside of the city? Does Jesus know that this miracle is going to begin poorly? Jesus heals him halfway and then heals him again. Why? Jesus could exercise demons. He, feed, he fed the 5,000 and then the 4,000. Jesus just healed a deaf man, even raised a dead girl back to life. Why two healings? I didn't know the answer until I looked closely 
at the blind one's eyes, once covered in the milky haze of cataracts, I looked closely at his eyes and I saw they looked a lot like Peter's eyes. And as I looked even closer, I realized they look a lot like my eyes. Will you pray with me, please? Father God, help us to see you. Help us to know you. We are so grateful to be gathered here today in this place to worship you, to proclaim your Son as King and Lord over the cosmos. We're grateful to be gathered at this table where we can share with one another what it means to be seen and be known. And Father, we confess that we don't always see clearly. We don't always understand. And sometimes we try to replace the unfolding kingdom that is driven by your Holy Spirit with our own kingdoms where we get to rule as ten-pot despots. And so, Father, we beg of you to take us off the throne. Put your son back there. and Help us to know you, to see you and see this world with your eyes. And to that end, Father, as we turn our hearts and our minds to your word, I pray that your Holy Spirit fills this place, ignites our hearts, and sets us to service for you. And it's through the name of your Son that the church prays, and we all say, Amen. On the way. If you have your Bible open to Mark chapter 8, I want you to find those words, on the way, and circle them. These are very important words in Mark chapter 8. Up to this point, that phrase has not been used at all in the gospel of Mark. And after this moment, it is going to be used over and over and over. On the way where? It may not be where you initially think. Immediately they go up to Caesarea of Philippi, but that wasn't its original name. That, that was a place that was renamed. The original name was Panias. It was named after the Greek demigod Pan. And there was a cave there with a very deep spring. So deep that you could throw an idol or a, a, a goat that was offered to Pan into the water and you would not hear it when it hit the bottom. This was kind of a seedy place. Kind of like Las Vegas Strip in the 1980s or Times Square before it was Disneyfied. It was the kind of place that rabbis forbid good Jewish folk from going. A place that had a history of bad spirits and wicked behavior. But it had been renamed. Another way to say it would be Philip's Caesarea. It's another one of those Herods, that Philip, a slippery and wily, ruthless family that ruled the region. Philip was King Herod, as he's called in Mark, his brother. And Philip's wife was Salome. If you remember, she danced for Herod and then asked for John the Baptist's head. And so maybe as they're entering into that town, Jesus was thinking of his own family as he approached. 
And on the way, he asked them, Who do the people say that I am? Same question that was posed to Herod two chapters earlier, and the exact same answer is given. Some say John the Baptist. Some say Elijah. Others say you're a prophet, like the prophets of old. But then Jesus turns to them, and he asks them, What about you? Who do you say that I am? As I said a couple weeks ago, that's the sort of question that reveals a lot more about the person answering it than it actually says about Jesus. And, and there's a sense in which Jesus is this walking human Rorschach test. Rorschach? Whatever, doesn't matter. Rorschach is this, developed this test where they would take an, an ink blot, just smear some ink on a page and then fold it in half and then show it to people. It was just random noise, but somehow out of that noise, a person would find a signal, which was not a signal on the paper, but a signal in their own minds. A man went to a psychiatrist's office, and the psychiatrist said, we want, I want you to look at some of these pictures and tell me what you see. And he looked at the first one, and he said, oh, that's a wolf. He's, it's hunting down a deer. And he looked at the second one, and he said, that's a picture of uh, the Battle of the Bulge, and there are soldiers bleeding and dying. And he looked at the third one, and he said, oh, that's even more terrible. There's a man that's on fire. And the psychiatrist looked at him and said, I think you might have some work that you need to do. And the man said, what are you talking about? You're the one with the terrible pictures. <laughs> Peter gets it, and he doesn't get it. You are the Messiah. But when Jesus begins to explain what that means, Peter pulls him aside, gently. Jesus, we need to have a few words. Jesus, I need you to snap out of it. Jesus, I need to help you see this isn't about crosses. This isn't about suffering. Jesus, this is about power. This is about prestige. It's reclaiming this city from the control of the Romans and redeeming this place from the Greeks who corrupted it and to restore it back to the tribe of Dan. It's power, Jesus. We're going to make Israel great again. It's a new day for Israel, Jesus. This is the change we can believe in. We are the ones we've been waiting for, Jesus. And Jesus says, get behind me, Satan. All of this happens on the way. On the way where? It's not Caesarea Philippi. We live our lives half seeing the truth of what it means to follow Jesus. Imagine Peter's conversation with that blind man who he might have known. I wish I could tell you the things I've seen. I'm a disciple. I was chosen by a rabbi. I've really grown on the way we grow and we change. On the way we, we struggle, don't we? In our souls, we were playing king of the mountain on snow piles. I grew up in Denver, and when they would clean off the snow from a parking lot, it would, it would create these giant snow piles in the back of the lot, and they were so big, it took forever for them to melt. All the snow would be gone for the city, except for these piles where you could still play. And at the end of church, we would beeline straight across the parking lot to play king of the mountain on those snow piles. 
It was just this game where you tried to shove everybody off the top and you tried to stay up there as, as long as you could. It's like playing musical chairs with two linebackers and there's only one left and those two guys are going after that chair like crazy. There's something going on to fight to see who gets to sit on the throne in your heart. Who do you say that I am? Tell us who sits there. Is it fear? Is it narcissistic pride? Is it greed? Or is it the way to the cross? Because that road leads to self-emptying service for the least of these. That road leads to suffering. All of this happens on the way. On the way where? It's not Caesarea Philippi. It's on the way to a hill outside of Jerusalem in Golgotha. It's on the way to the cross. And picking up your cross means you need to be ready to lay it down. There was a tremendous degree of crushing shame in making a condemned person carry the cross timber they were about to kill them on. It's kind of like the story of, of Lin Zhao. It was a young poet and activist in China who was jailed for counter-revolutionary organizing. Prison made her even more fervent in her belief, and she continued to write journals and letters critical of the government. She was executed April 29, 1978. About a month and a half before I was born, she was 36. Two days later, the government sent two soldiers to her mother's door to pay the five-cent fee for the bullet. Carrying your cross means that you're going to endure shame. Maybe here's another way to think about it. If your God was Pan, and you may know Pan, you may remember uh, Pan from Fantasia or, or some pictures from the Renaissance. Pan is, is half human and half goat. He plays the flute and he dances. He's always at the party. And it shapes how we understand our end. If your God is Pan, the worship may be great, but it has little to do with to offer when reality comes crashing through your world, sending you to the very basement of your soul, picked up like a doll and dashed against the rocks. David Brooks, in his book, The Road to Character, writes that it's at the point in the midst of difficulty that we begin to feel the call. That we realize we are not masters of the situation, but neither are we helpless. We can't determine the course of our pain, but we can participate in responding to it. We start our suffering by asking the question, why me? Or why evil? But we begin to realize that the proper question is, what am I supposed to do if I am confronted with suffering? or if I am the victim of evil. He goes on to say, people who seek response to their ordeal sense that they are at a deeper level than the level of personal happiness. The right response to this sort of pain is not pleasure or self-medicating to a narcotic stupor. The right response is not escape. It's holiness. And in this way, suffering becomes a fearful gift. 
Very different than the gift of happiness. Happiness brings pleasure, but suffering brings character. We learn on the way, don't we? We learn how to drop our racism and our classism. Not that we don't pick those things up again and hold it for a while, but hopefully what we learn is to leave it down longer than we carry those things. And we might lose our idealism and get cynical at some times too. And there may be years where we quit walking with Jesus, stuck in some sort of way station spiritually, and we find ourselves languishing in self-absorption, moving from meaninglessness to meaninglessness until we choose to find the way again. All of this happens on the way. On the way where? On the way to the cross. What do you really have to lose in following Jesus? What can the world offer you that God can't promise you? Do you really want to trade your soul, sell it for something meaninglessness? Or maybe instead, we together can learn what it means to carry our crosses, to bear the pain and the suffering, to live in the shame, and to find ourselves with Jesus as we go on the way. Will you please stand for our benediction? The truth of Scripture is, is that we are not alone in this journey, that we walk with one another, that we have the gift to see one another, but even more importantly, we have the gift of the Spirit, which is being poured through you right now. And so may you this week, in whatever you have to do, and whatever your life is, choose the road that leads to the cross. Because you can worship with Pan. You can try to find power. But deep down, we all know the only place where we are home, the only place that is real, the only place that we are loved, is with him. May you be filled with the Spirit and go in peace.